Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Are you ready to experience motivation, magic, miracles, and messages from spirit? Discover the hidden secrets of astrology, numerology, destiny cards, and more. Learn how to use ancient wisdom for the modern world. You are entering into the higher realms with Jeremy Ryden. Namaste, everyone. Welcome to Higher Realms. I'm your host, Jeremy Ryden, where we talk about all things metaphysical, spiritual, holistic for the uplifting, encouraging, and enlightening of our spirits. Thank you for joining me tonight here in December of 2020. And I love all of my live viewers that are watching uh, by either YouTube, Periscope, Facebook. You are more than welcome to send your comments on the chat line. So if you'd like a reading tonight, if you had a spiritual question that you would like to ask, I'm here for you. And usually every Tuesday night, we are interviewing the top spiritual people in the holistic metaphysical fields. But tonight, you're getting your one and only me, Jeremy Wright, and your soul coach, hoping you're healing deeply and living fully. We got people coming on right now. Anna's coming on. Hi, Anna. Love you, sweetheart. We got Robin coming on, who is herself a uh, a, a reader, a spiritual messenger. And you're going to be seeing stuff on Facebook from Robin McGuire on how to feed your soul. We got more people coming on. Jill's on. Jill saying, I would love a reading. So glad you're on, Jill. Ruth, we have Ruth uh, slapping on. Ruth is going to be doing her own show coming on December 10th. So if you're interested in the other shows that give you insight into the spiritual world, into creating your best life now, you want to go to the Goldilocks production page. That's our production page for all these awesome shows right on Facebook. Go click like on YouTube for Goldilocks Productions. And not only will you get to see me every Tuesday night, but Wednesday, Monday, Thursday, there are other great shows on the Goldilocks Production Network. And so I am so glad you're here tonight. I'm excited. I'm going to be talking about things that are going on energetically with uh, in the atmosphere through astrology. I'm also going to be talking about things that we need to look at right now before we get into the new year, before we get into 2021. And can you say hallelujah, 21? What a year it's been in 2020, just with the whole world going through a pandemic. And what is awesome is you are living through a pandemic. 
And uh, somebody's like, no, that's not awesome. It's been terrible. No, you were chosen for a time like this. When the history looks back at this time on the world, uh, you are going to be people in the future will be looking at you, us as a society on how we were able to bounce back, go forward, uh, move forward, adjust. Ask yourself. Where are you adjusting in your life? Where are you bouncing back? Many of you are watching this show. You had your spiritual awakening through your pain, through your hardship. Many of you uh, went through your own personal pandemic. Maybe it was a divorce. Maybe it was a miscarriage. Maybe it was the death of a loved one. Maybe it was your own um, enlightenment of seeing God in a greater way than what you were taught as a child. Many of us have lived through environmental situations that caused us to grow. Isn't that what a pandemic is? It's an environment situation that we are exposed to, that we have to learn to protect ourselves, learn to, to keep ourselves safe while still living life. That's what you've done already through being a human being. You have learned how to protect yourself through bad environmental experiences. To get to the higher realms, you're going to have to learn how to set boundaries, how to heal yourself, nurture yourself, love yourself, adjust to your environment in a way that keeps you safe, but doesn't keep you locked in. So even though there was a lockdown, we cannot permanently stay in a lockdown. And the same thing with you that are going through your pain and your hurt, you can't permanently lock yourself down. You may need to back away and go into the cave and hibernate for a while, lick your wounds, allow yourself to heal from your hurt and pain, but you can't stay in a cave forever. At some point, you got to come back out and live life. And that's what Higher Realms is about, is you coming out of your pain, out of your hurt, out of your, out of your past situations, and living life fully again. Heal deeply to live fully. I want you to live life fully. I want you to protect yourself, but I don't want you to be triggered by everything. Meaning some people that have gone through a bad experience, they're always looking, you know, over their shoulder for the shoe to drop. We don't want you manifesting fear. We don't want you manifesting that uh, all these things are going to continue to happen to you. We want you to be aware of your surroundings, aware of the people you're around, but not be over hypersensitive to what's going on in your life. And we still got more people that are coming in tonight, and we're so glad. Put your comments out there, and we're going to be definitely going into that. And so with that being said, I want to talk about what's happening right now. This is December 1st, 2020. We have a full moon going on, people. Oh, we got a full moon going on in Western astrology in the sign of Gemini. And not only is it a Gemini moon, it's a lunar eclipse. It's a lunar eclipse. So this means that the full moon energies are amplified. So a lot of you have been feeling either irritable. You've been feeling like your mind's got a lot of thoughts coming into it. Why is that? What is going on with this full moon? Well, the full moon or the lunar moon in Gemini in December 1st, 2020, it is doing one main thing. So everyone take a deep breath. What's the one main thing that the mother moon is trying to speak to my spirit? Well, when a lunar eclipse is in Gemini, it's talking about getting rid of outdated thoughts, outdated beliefs, things that are no longer relevant to who you are at this point in your life. Gemini rules communication. The moon rules inner. So the question here is, how is your inner communication going? How's your self-talk going? What are you saying to yourself when no one's around? What are you saying to yourself when people are talking to you and you're still having your own conversation in your head? The Gemini lunar moon is saying, all right, Before we go into 2021, you need to let go of some stories that you're telling about your life and about yourself that are no longer healthy, no longer relevant, and that are not empowering. So for an example, hi, Laura. Laura's saying, I'm so glad Laura's on tonight. Uh, Laura uh, has the Angels in Healing show, but she's taking a break now because she's got a lot of other things she's going to be doing. But Laura, I want you to be a guest on my show. I would love to have you next Tuesday. 
And if not, then I want you in January because you're not escaping us, Laura, because we love you too much and we know you're busy. But we're going to get you right here in the hot seat with Jeremy Ryden because nobody can love you better than Laura. And what I love about Laura is her messages are always healing. They're always affirming. And this goes with the Gemini moon because the Gemini moon says, what messages are you saying to yourself that are not affirming? that are not loving. You know, it's so easy to believe the negative. And a lot of that's because of the way we were brought up to really have these negative messages be reinforced. And spirit is saying, get rid of your brainwash. Get rid of the negative messages that you were taught to believe about yourself through childhood, through society, through your religion. Get rid of that. The angels, God, the universe, it wants you to create some new belief systems new language, new way of communicating with yourself as a person. And so uh, I love that. I'm really excited about everyone here tonight. And so take a deep breath and ask yourself right now, what messages am I looking at inside that are not true? So let's let's do this. Today I had a coaching call. And for those that are not familiar with me, uh, I am a soul coach, but I do a lot of business coaching. I do a lot of relationship coaching. Why? Because everything is spiritual. Everything is connected to your soul. And so if we can hear the messages of our soul, trust our soul, follow our soul, we're going to reach our goals a lot better and be in line with our highest good. So today I was counseling a woman that her husband had uh, left her for his secretary, left her for a, a, a woman that was like 25 years younger than her. And he had he left her last Thanksgiving. And so how painful is it to be married for so many years, give your life to the marriage, raise the children, do everything you can to create an environment that's not only empowering for your husband, but it's nurturing, it's kind, it's protective, taking care of the home and working, all these things just to have her husband walk out on Thanksgiving and not, no explanation, nothing. You can imagine the emotional trauma she felt with that happening last year. And now this Thanksgiving coming upon the date when her life was turned upside down. And one of the the things that was, was happening, she told me, is that she had even tried to go on a few dates after a year of going through the divorce, but she noticed that the dates, her dates were not necessarily, they weren't enjoyable. And they weren't enjoyable is there was nothing wrong with the new man that was taking her out. He was handsome. He was, uh, had a good job. These guys were quality men, but she noticed that when she was you know, at the dinner table, at the restaurant, whatever she was with this other man, uh, she kept thinking about the fact that this guy wasn't her husband. This guy wasn't the man she married. This guy wasn't the person she gave herself to for over, you know, so many decades. And and the reason why she kept comparing every other man to her ex-husband, because she was still sitting there in that chair thinking, what did I do? What that wasn't good enough for him to stay. What did I do? Why did he leave? Even a year later, trying to figure out why did he leave and why isn't this person my husband? What could I have done to have kept my husband? And and I want every woman out there listening to me tonight, or even man that has has lost someone. Healing takes a while, but this is the thing: she was still in her head thinking that she was the reason that her husband cheated on her. She was the reason why the marriage failed. She was the reason why, you know, and then not only that, when she's still dating, she's thinking, what can I do to win my husband back? What can I do? And basically it came down to this one message. And that message was, I wanted the approval of my ex-husband. Even though the mother, even though the idiot hurt me, even though he uh, disappointed me and it's his fault, somehow that wife, still wanted her ex-approval, even though she was mad and angry. And Gemini Moon is saying right now to her, you got to let go of that outdated thinking that you need the approval of your ex-husband, or you need the approval of your mother-in-law, or you need the approval of your children, or you need the approval of someone else. What Gemini and Moon going on right now for all of us is saying, 
get rid of needing approval of others and start accepting yourself. Accept yourself. Even if it's to the point that says, I accept myself. And if my past relationships cannot accept me for who I am, I don't need their approval. I don't need, yes, I want to feel love. Yes, I want to feel approval. Yes, I want to feel validated. But if you're looking for a man to do that for you, if you're looking for a marriage to do that for you, if you're looking for children to do that for you, no outside relationship can take care of an inner inadequacies. If you feel inadequate on the inside, you can do a thousand, thousand things for your children, for your husband, for charity. And these are good things that may make you feel good for a little bit. But after a while, there's still a hole in your heart when you're not getting the appreciation of all the hard work you're doing. Because you're doing that hard work to make yourself feel worthy of their love. Whereas I would tell you, you need to fill your own heart with your own love, your own approval, your own validation. You need to brag on yourself. You need to talk to yourself and tell yourself your good points and love yourself and embrace yourself so much that it isn't your outer works that make you feel good. And there's nothing wrong with feeling good for doing good works. That's one of the benefits. When you do good things, you feel good about yourself. But if you don't feel good about yourself and you run around sacrificing for everyone else, when those people are feeling moody, when those people are having their own issues, you're going to take it personally. And that's because you haven't built yourself up to be validated as your own person. And so um, anyways, we're going to move right along. I do see there's a lot of people that are wanting uh, messages out here. And we're going to get some of those messages. Now, I'm seeing, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name, S-U-J-A-T-H. I can't pronounce it. I can't even pronounce my own name. But you know who you are. I see you said you have any messages for me. And I keep seeing the number 34. And 34, it, it does come to a seven in numerology, which means spirituality, which means intuition, which means uh, being guided by spirit. But the problem or the challenge with that number 34 is you see the big picture, but you're missing the steps along the way. And so I would think I would say to you is, yes, trust the vision that spirit is putting in your life. Trust the things that you feel inspired to do, but slow down and say, how do I build? How what's the first step means I need you almost to narrow down things to one step at a time right now. So you're good right now with the big picture. The big picture is right, but you have to ask yourself, how do I practically build that? You know, there's a quote, and I don't know who said it. Maybe you, you who are watching know this. There's a quote that says, okay, you built castles in the sky, meaning our dreams, our vision, they're in the sky. That's where they should be. But now we got to build ladders to it. So I'm saying to you in the next couple of months, What's step one, step two? What are the little tiny things you need to focus on to build a ladder to the things that your spirit is really wanting you to get to? So thank you so much. All right. And so there's a lot of people out there, and I'm glad you're all watching. And may spirit be with you. We're talking about higher realms. I'm always talking about how to connect higher. But if I had to change my friends tonight's uh, title of my show, it would be Deeper Realms deeper realms. Because for us to really go higher, we must go deep. It's really by the deeper we go into our heart, the deeper we go into our spirit, the deeper we go into our soul and deal with our pain and our hurt and our rejection and our fear and our and all that deep feelings, the deeper we go in. When we come out of it, when we come out of it, the higher we go up, the higher we go up with self-understanding, self-love, self-acceptance. But December is all about getting deeper. Why is that? Because we have the solace. We have the winter solace coming on December 21st. What is that? That is when the sun is at its lowest point in any time of the year. In fact, they call it the crucifixion. Remember when Jesus Christ was on the cross? And he was buried for three days. If you notice the three days that Jesus was buried, we think it, you know, he was born on the 25th. He wasn't born on the 25th. When we look at it, 
the three days, it's funny, astrology, the sun and the 12 planets, that's Jesus and the 12 disciples. The story of Jesus is telling the story of all of us. And in December 21st, it was like those three days going into the grave, going into the, in, into the cave to go down, to rise up, to come out, born again, resurrected, living for eternally. But notice this, before you can have your resurrection, before you can rise up to new life, to new horizons, you got to go into the cave. You got to go deep down into the darkness and have what we call the dark night of the soul. And so that's why in December, what do people say? They got seasonal depression. There's not a lot, lot of sunlight. So people are getting depressed. And, 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 and there's some truth to that. But let's take on it at, at, on, a, on a spiritual level. There are times where you got to go away from everyone, go down and really communicate with the private part of yourself. Now, we all want public display of abundance. We want all public display. You know, you look at Facebook, you look at Twitter, you look at all these social media and you think, oh, my God, everybody's a movie star. Everybody's, you know, everybody's rich. Everybody's having an awesome life. And then you get people that are not really living a happy life because they're comparing how many likes they get on a picture or how many friends they get commenting on something they posted. What are they wanting? They want that validation, that public validation. But December is saying it's time to go private. It's time to go into your soul and ask yourself, what is it going forward in 2021 that I publicly want to talk about, that I publicly want to be a part of, that I publicly want to display? A lot of times we're not sure who we are. It's because we're chasing all these public ideas instead of spending one-on-one time privately with our spirit. You know, I'm in my basement right now. And in my basement, it could be, it's like a bedroom, but it's really an office slash bedroom. Uh, But I have a walk-in closet. It's a long walk-in closet. And I turn that long walk-in closet into my sanctuary. I have in it statues from different uh, Hindu uh, uh, goddesses and gods that represent different traits. I got in there my bees, my prayer bees, my incest, my you know all these things that uh, uh, that are that help me meditate, help me pray, help me connect to my spirit. And that's what December is all about: is how do I connect to my spirit? And part of connecting to your spirit is you got to slow down. You got to slow down and put yourself into that private closet. You know, there's even a scripture in the Bible that says, when you pray, pray privately in your closet. And it's really talking about having that downtime to talk with your creator, to talk with your maker. And what's going on is a lot of times we're talking with ourselves. We're always talking with ourselves. You know, that Gemini full moon, lunar moon, is what messages are you telling yourself? But sometimes you need to talk to the creator. You need to talk to your God, your savior, your whatever that is. So you can say, well, I don't believe we're lost and going to hell. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about communing with your higher self, with that eternal life force that's been here from the beginning of time that you are a part of. And that you will always be a part of. But sometimes we got to disengage from the world so we can engage with spirit and sit there and begin to tell spirit the private thoughts that you've been thinking. You don't even realize some of you are holding such. Such contempt for yourself, such a, a heavy burden, you have such high expectations on your shoulders for your family, for your career, for your relationships that you don't allow the little girl or the little boy in you to lay your burden to the higher power, to lay down what you're thinking. You're not taking time to really say, whew, what have I been thinking about? What's been going on in my mind that maybe I need to slow down and give this burden over to spirit, give this stress over to spirit, give this feeling that I'm feeling over to spirits, take it off of your shoulders. Some of you, you know, you crack your neck because your spine's so tense. It's all that tension from all those emotions you're holding on to. And what's going on in December is let's take those emotions and release them. 
but you can't release emotions that you don't know you're holding on to. You may not know you're holding on to resentment. You may not know you're holding on to, to rejection. You may not know you're holding on to fear and worry. Well, how come I don't know that? Because you're, you're, you're living in autopilot like we all do, trying to work, trying to make money, trying to raise the kids, trying to, do, to be the best person we can be. But we're doing all this in our own strength. We're doing all this in our own thinking instead of taking downtime that winter solace, taking downtime to get into your prayer closet, to get to your altar, to get to your meditation center, in your home, in your car, on your walk, and commune with God, commune with the angels, commune with your spirit. And ask yourself, okay, slow down. You don't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. What is it? What messages are you holding on to that aren't your responsibility anymore? It's not your responsibility to heal your parents. Let me say that again. It's not your responsibility to heal your parents. And what I mean by that is a lot of us in our adulthood, we're still dealing with the issues of our parents and of our grandparents and of our, you know, our trying to keep everyone happy. And it's not your job to get the approval of mom and dad, even if you're 50 or 60 years old. It's not your job to make them all right with what you're doing with your life. Your life is your life. You don't have to pay rent to your parents for all of your life just because you were born. You came through your mother. You didn't come to your mother. And mothers, that's the thing for you. As much as you love your children and you would do anything for them and sacrifice your life for them, that's beautiful, but you do not own your children. Your children came through you, not to you. And it's important to realize that your children will never fulfill the desires that you have for them. Even if you have the desires of them having their best life and what you think they should do, ultimately, your job is to surrender your children back to spirit and just encourage them to talk to their own spirit, to follow their own advice. Yes, you can show them pit, you know, mistakes that you made and things that we can learn about being wise with, with spirituality in this world. But ultimately your children have their own journey. And really as a mother or father, the best thing you could do is to be that anchor for them for when maybe they are getting out of the way, they know that they can look to mom and dad as a source of support, a source of encouragement, a source of understanding, a source of knowledge and wisdom. But it's got to be a loose source. It can't be a source that's trying to control. At some point, you have to realize that the ultimate parent is their savior, their God, their higher self, their, their spirit that, that's leading them. All right. Are you guys still with me? If you guys are feeling this, say amen. Hallelujah. Yes, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling that I need to approve of myself more, be more gentle, more kind, more accepting of myself. Take the pressure off. You know, the greatest relationships, and it's not easy being a parent. My hats are off for all those parents. But the greatest relationship, the greatest relationship that any of us have, and I'll give you a second. And I, I normally I would say the greatest relationship is with our, ourself. The greatest, greatest relationship is with our spirit. The greatest relationship is with our connection to the divine. And I agree with that. That's all true. But probably the greatest and most important relationship that ever impacted your life and probably still impacts your life is the relationship you have with your mother. The mother bond is probably the most important bond that has set a lot of eternal emo uh, messages in your mind and your spirit. And normally what you'll say is when a man looks to his mother to see a relationship with the other woman that he marries, they used to say that it was a girl's relationship with her father that determines the relationship with her husband. But more modern psychologists are even saying it's the girl's relationship with the mother. And it's the son's relationship with the mother. Why? Because you are your mother. Now, some of you are freaking out with that comment. Ah! Anything like mama. But what you have to understand is you were nine months in that body. You were symbolic. You were together. 
So when you, you can't, like I said, you didn't come to her, you came through her, but coming through that mother, there is an eternal link with that woman, whether, and here's the thing, whether you even never knew her. So you look at people that, that are adopted and never knew their mother, even if they had the best relationship with their adopted mother, a lot of times there's still a sense of abandonment. There's still a sense of who am I? Why? Because there's that connection in the womb. And so what happens a lot of times is we don't realize we're spending our whole life trying to heal the wounds of the mother because we came from that womb. Now, remember this. I said womb, W-O-R, you know, the, the stomach, the belly. We came from the womb, but if we're not careful, we live a life time being connect connected to the wounds of the womb that we came from. Now, let me just let that sink in for a second. Let that sink in for a second. So this doesn't mean that mothers are, you know, that our mothers don't have to be perfect. We're not trying to make perfect mothers. There are no perfect humans. But we have to ask ourselves, what are the messages that we're trying to, to, to live out that maybe are not our messages? It's really not our problem. It's really not our issue. These are just genetic triggers that were implanted in us going through the DNA of our parents. And so I love my parents. I'm a mama's boy. I have got no, no problem with that. But I am trying to tell you at some point, at some point, you got to leave the womb and become your own person. And so you say, well, well, what are you talking about? Many of you are 50, 60 years old, and you're still, you're still, you're not realizing, you're not living your life. You're living out the stories of your ancestors, and, and it's time for you to up your game. It's almost time for you to leave your ancestors behind, leave some of the lineage behind, leave some of the heritage behind. If you want to honor it, and you want to pay tribute to it, that's fine. But there comes the point that you have to start saying, what messages did I receive in childhood that are no longer vital to the woman that I am, that are no longer true to what society is now becoming with the spiritual awakening? And how do I honor my family without it becoming a jail cell, without it becoming a life sentence? And you see this in marriage all the time. Well, you don't do it like you don't cook it like mom or you don't do it like my parents. Stop gauging your relationships on what your parents had. Stop gauging what you think your grandparents have. You are an advanced soul. Every generation coming in, I pray to God, understands more than the generation before. I hope the younger kids that are coming in today are spiritually more aligned than what I was. And I will try to help them. That's what we're doing. We're going forward as a species. We're going forward in evolution. We're going forward in expansion. But you can't go forward holding on to yesterday's baggage. You can't go forward holding on to things that are, you know, from way back in the past. So anyway, someone I think I saw on there, you know, what's going on with December. And as I said, December is about going into your cave to look at the things that that maybe are weighing you down that you need to release. And you're going to get to release it. You're going to let it go. You're going to move forward. But I'm going to give you a secret. If any of you have ever actually been very hurt and very disappointed in life, if you've been hurt on a very deep, deep level, Healing is something that that goes over and over and over and over again. So let me give you an example. Uh, I, I when I was growing up, I was very much criticized by a lot of my my leaders, a lot of my teachers, a lot of a lot of people that were in power were very cruel to me, especially in the way of my innocence and the innocent things that I would share. They would misread. My motives, why? Because their motives were impure. You know, the scripture says if someone's got an evil mind, everything anyone else does is evil. If someone is, 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 is lying about what you're doing 
and they're saying, oh, she's just doing that because she wants attention, or she's just doing that because she's jealous, or she's just, or he, if you're hearing people talk bad about you and you know you're doing good, you can better believe it's because that person's got the issue they're trying to pin on you. So don't take it personally. Don't take it personally when someone starts talking crap about you. It's most likely it's because in their own closet, they got issues going on that they haven't resolved and they're projecting it onto you. You know, there's an old saying that says, it's none of my business what people think about me. Brush it off. It's none of my business. And part of us going forward in 2021 is realizing that, that the things people say about me has nothing to do with me. It has to do with them. And just let, don't even entertain it. Don't even listen to it. Don't even read it. And so anyways, um, but back to healing. How do you heal something that has been deeply infected into your wound? You have to constantly be aware of it. You got to be aware of your triggers. So because a lot of times I was criticized when I was young, even in my adulthood, when someone will try to give corrective criticism, I can become defensive. I can become defensive because in the past I was criticized so much that it hurt so deeply that I had to criticize my idea was to almost attack me as a person. So I identify with my belief so strong that if you attack my belief, I felt like you were attacking me. And this happens to a lot of people that didn't get validation. If you didn't get validation growing up, if you didn't get the love that you need growing up, when people maybe don't agree with your thoughts, you can almost feel like they're attacking you personally. And so one of the things that I have to do to not become defensive, not to become um, too sensitive to the feedback of others is, is to realize that I'm not my ideas, that people can have a different, don't have to agree with my ideas. If you don't agree with me, that doesn't mean that I'm, I have to be defensive. You just don't agree. We just don't see it. But I have to be aware. I have to be aware that I'm very sensitive to people that have different opinions. Why is that? Because my opinion was attacked so much. And if you're attacked over and over again, you are going to get a defense. It's just natural to want to defend yourself. But that becomes hard in relationships. If you're married and your husband wants to talk about something, you may take it personally. You start taking that issue as if he's attacking you because of how much dad criticized you. And so you're going to have to... You're going to have to aware. You're going to have to say to yourself, oh, slow down, Sally. Slow down, Susan. Is what he's saying have to do about, does it really have to do about me or is it just about what he prefers? Does he prefer that I, I do this and that? And you can sit there and look at the situation without taking it personally. You kind of take the intensity off. But you can only do that if you're aware. Same thing, same thing like, you know, if you're, you know, if you're very shy or whatever and, and you're not comfortable in new group situations, when you get into a new group, you might automatically put a wall up because you're once again afraid of maybe doing something stupid. You, you need to be aware. You need to be aware that you're putting your wall up. You need to be aware that you're being a little too shy because you're afraid of putting yourself out there and tell yourself, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. Even if there's a misunderstanding, even if there's something that someone doesn't agree with, I'm safe because I have a right to shine. I have a right to my ideas and I am just as valid as anyone else. And if my cup of sugar is different than someone else's cup of tea, that's fine. Not a big deal. But you got to you got to have these self-talks with yourself. You got to have these self-talks. All right. Let me read some of these comments. Definitely. People are saying, yes, I feel this. Yes, this is reaching out to me. Yes, this is having a really good impact. And I and I appreciate it. I really love all of my viewers. I love you out there. I thank you. I know we're all trying to just do our best. We're all trying to. I don't think that we're inherently evil. I don't think you're you're a bad person. I think most of us are good people trying to live good lives. But, you know, we have hurt that is never healed. 
and 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 December is saying take time to 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 recognize you're hurt. Some of you have never recognized what you have lived through. You never given yourself credit for what you went through. And what happens is a lot of us we don't validate ourselves. We don't validate ourselves. So for example, let's say let's say you weren't sexually abused. Your daddy never sexually abused you. He he was a good dad. He was a good dad, but they never praised you. They you know you never you never got compliments. But so you may be a woman and you're like I got I got no reason to complain because uh you know because I wasn't sexually molested, but you never sit there and tell yourself about how hard you work to impress your family and they were never impressed. Or how much you had to uh you know worry about everyone else but no one ever took the time just to see how you were feeling. You know, that's a wound. That's a wound to go through childhood having to be so serious all the time that you couldn't just be a child. You couldn't be silly. Well, you need to recognize that. You need to recognize and say, you did a good job, you know, having to always be serious and never just take it easy and laugh. And, and, and I think so many women and men, they don't acknowledge their hurt because they don't think they have a right to hurt. Why does that hurt? Why does that hurt? So you're comparing your situation to other people's situation, and you're like, well, if my if my life isn't as bad as, as bad as starving children in Africa, then I don't have a right to complain. I'm not telling you to complain. I'm not telling you to become a victim. But I am saying, give yourself some credit. Give yourself some credit. Be for for once. Allow yourself to acknowledge the things you wish you would have had growing up that others had. That's part of healing. Part of healing is not being the victim, but part of healing is acknowledging what you missed out on. Because if you don't acknowledge what you missed out on, you are going to feel like something's wrong with you. You're going to feel like somehow you don't measure up. Somehow you're not good enough. And those are messages in December that we got to get rid of. We got to get rid of these messages that say we're not good enough or that we need to prove ourselves or we're not doing enough. You got to get rid of that. And the only way to get rid of that is to acknowledge that they're there. Acknowledge that you put more on your shoulders than you should be holding. You don't need to measure up to anybody. Yes, it's good to have goals. Yes, it's good to want to make money. Yes, it's good to want to make an impact. But if you can't give yourself more credit, you're not going to, there is, it's just, you're going to sabotage yourself. You know, I, I, I'll give you this. I did a YouTube and we got, we're here, we got about 15 more minutes. Thank you for staying with me. I'm going to give you the number one, the number one thing that I work on with people to help them be more successful in life. Uh, this is something that Oprah Winfrey agrees with. She said in the 20,000, she'd done 20,000 interviews. And in the 20,000 interviews, she found this principle that I teach to be the number one principle that separates the haves from the have-nots, that separates the people that go on to achieve a lot of eternal, you know, out, outward success versus people that seem to settle for less. And in that one principle was this, the kings and the presidents and the actors and the people that made a lot of money and the people that seem to have a lot of external success. These people believe on a deep, deep level that they were worthy of what they wanted. And so the number one thing that I have seen that lets people achieve more outer success in their life is they have a deep sense that they deserve to have the nice things. They deserve to have their business grow. They deserve to have intimate connection with their loved ones. They deserve to feel good about their body. But there was a, a really, you know, you, you can usually tell if there is something in you that feels like you're not worthy to receive the good things in life. How do you respond when people compliment you? If you, if someone compliments you and right away you're like, oh, no, 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 it's all, we're all good. If you try to include everybody in the compliment, 
when someone singles you out, that's usually a sign that somewhere in your heart, you still need to heal your deservingness. If you're uncomfortable with compliments, and, I, and, and, and let me put a caveat here. Some people don't like the attention on them. Some people don't feel comfortable with attention. I get that. But if you're deflecting a compliment all the time, and that's usually a sign that you don't feel worthy. There's something in your heart that says, I don't deserve that. You may not think that's what you mean. You may just think I'm uncomfortable and I want to make everyone else feel good. Why do you want to make everyone else feel good? Why do you want to take the attention off of yourself? Why can't you bask in the moment that people are singing your praises? You can say, well, I'm just shy. No, that could be. But most of the time, you don't have that deep, deep, deep deservingness that is, I deserve to have the compliment. So practice this. The next time someone points directly to you and points out you're good, don't change the subject. Don't deflect the subject. Don't include everybody else. Even if it makes you feel uncomfortable and you feel like you're a team player, just sit with the praise for a second. Just sit with the acknowledgement that you are an awesome person, a beautiful person, a worthy person. And, and, and if you need to deflect it, deflect it, but get better and better sitting longer and longer with people acknowledging you, loving you, and praising you. Now, uh, with that being said, uh, let's see. We got someone, we got Kiki saying, good evening, Jeremy, Tiffany, Goldilocks family. So thankful to find you all. And and this is really important too. You know, going forward in, in 2021, a lot of us, because of the pandemic, we had to be separated from family. But let me ask you this. Some of you are doing better. Some of you are doing better being around less around some of your family members. And if you're doing better being around your family, not being around your family members so much, that might be a sign that, you know what, you need to create more boundaries with your family. Because maybe being around certain family members drags you down. It, 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 it makes you once again pick up all the family drama. Now, once again, I'm not saying that you annihilate your family, but going into 2021, life is precious. You know, I heard a quote the other day in the beginning of 2020. Everybody thought this is the decade we're going to get everything we want. 2020, the year we manifest everything we want. But what did it turn out to be? 2020 turned out to be appreciating everything we already have appreciating everything we already have. And so I think going into 2021, ask yourself, who's my soul tribe? Who are my brothers and sisters that I connect to on an emotional, mental, and physical level? And begin to surround your videos, your social media, your content that you're reading and listening to. Surround yourself with those and start letting go of the friends that are no longer resonating with you, the careers that are no longer resonating with you. You know, for there to be new life, you've got to let go of things that are no longer relevant. December is the death month. It's the month where what? It's a soulless winter where we're going down and we're reevaluating and we're recharging and we're renewing. And part of that is getting clear about the people you want to hang around being clear about the kind of things you want to do. Don't just do things automatically anymore. If we've learned anything, life is too short. So I'm going to be grateful for what I have, but I'm also going to invest my emotions, invest my time, invest my energy around things that resonate with me now. You know, there are, I, I've had some best friends that I had for years but do you know I've talked to a lot of them less this last year, and it had nothing to do with COVID. It had nothing to do with lockdown. Why was I talking to them less? Because I was no longer resonating with who they were. I was no longer resonating in my spirit about the conversations that we were having. Some of you are outgrowing conversations. 
You're outgrowing things that you had in common with people. That's normal. That's not you being antisocial. That's not you, you know, being selfish. That's you awakening spiritually. That's you growing in your spirit and saying, I just, I'm, I'm tired of having the same old conversations. I want to grow. I'm over a lot of this stuff. And so if you're needing new conversations, new people, new goals, new dreams, new visions, you can't get that new stuff until you sit with yourself for a little bit and say, who am I? What am I? What do I care about? And you got to be willing to be lonely. December says you got to be willing to be lonely so you could truly be full. What do I mean by that? You can fill your whole time with these old activities, old conversations, old stories you told a hundred times with the same old people. But if you're feeling empty and you're not feeling, you know, energized and excited and feeling like life is growing, you only have so much emotional energy, only so much time that you can connect with friends, that you can connect with activities. You can't get new activities, new friends, and new times if you're not making space for it. So you have to ask yourself, is this a person that I still want to talk with? And that may sound cruel. That may sound selfish. It's not. It's growing up, people. You don't have the same friends you had in college. You may have a few of them. You may have a few friends that you had in elementary. But at some point, you realize, I, I'm not the same person who I was. December is saying goodbye. Goodbye to those parts of yourself that are no longer you. So when January comes in a new life and new year and new goals and visions, you're free to do it. You're free to explore. You're free to try and sample. Why? Because you're making a pack with yourself. What's the pack? The pack is this. I'd rather be lonely for a season than fill my time and my space with things that don't resonate. Maybe you heard nothing else. Maybe you heard nothing else. But here's what you should hear. I'd rather be lonely by myself than continue to have the same old conversations. Because if you create space, you may be lonely for a season, but a seed will sprout. The universe fills vacuums. Fills vacuums. I know ladies that always have got to be in a relationship. They're always in a relationship. And they're like, I'm always with the wrong guy. You're with the wrong guy because you're not willing to be lonely. You got to be willing to be lonely. Why well, notice this? Where does the seed grow? Where do we plant our harvest? We get our harvest from the seeds that we plant, but the seeds are in darkness. That seed is by itself in darkness, all alone, and in some ways dying. So be alone. Allow yourself to die to some friendships, to some communities, some organizations. Because what will happen is in letting go of the past, that seed goes up and reaches to the sunlight and it sprouts for the world to see. You want a new soul tribe, you got to be speaking the things that you care about now. You got to be sharing the things you care about now. I'd rather have you have a strong voice by yourself that have a weak voice with a multitude. Woo! Say that again. I'd rather have you have a strong voice that resonates with yourself by yourself than have a weak voice with a multitude that you don't resonate with. The beautiful thing is this. If you speak your truth, you'll attract your tribe. If you share your vibe, you'll attract your tribe. And that's why all of you are on here right now. Robin, Kiki, Kim Smith. You know, why are you listening to me right now? Because I was willing to be alone and to speak my truth by myself. Now you guys are on this channel. You're part of my soul tribe. You're part of my family. You're part of my vibe. You're part of where my future is. 
December says, let go of the past so you can have your best. And, and let go of anything that you're What do you need to surrender before 2021 gets here? Surrender your resentment. Surrender your anger. Surrender your confusion. Surrender it all to spirit. You can even give up. Sometimes just give up and give in, but to your soul. When I say give up, I really mean go in. Go into your soul. Go into your heart. Go in deep. Sit there for a while in meditation. Sit there and listen to spiritual songs playing. Sing your mantras and your chants. Cry your tears. And when you get up out of that meditation and you get up out of that aloneness, you never get up alone. You rise up in spirit. You rise up with fresh purpose. You rise up with fresh determination. Why? Because you connected to your source. You connected to your heart. You connected to your spirit. If you're not feeling alive, if you're feeling down and rugged, you might need to eat better. You might need sleep. Or maybe you just need to connect to your spirit, to your God, to your angels. Don't get too busy where you're not connecting to source. All right, all right, all right, all right. I love everyone. We got five minutes left, and we do want you to know that uh, I got a YouTube channel where I teach a lot of these spiritual teachings. It's my name, Jeremy Riding at YouTube. I'm starting to get Instagram. Only got a few things on there, but I am doing free readings, so you can even go to my Instagram. It's Jeremy Riding right there. You know, I'd like to see you on my Facebook wall. You know, be a part of the tribe, be part of the family. And before I let you go, I just want to tell you all that I love you, love you, love you very much. You are not alone. There is joy. There is happiness. There's great things coming next week, next Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to be talking about what 2021 is going to be. I'm going to talk about numerology how you can plan every month according to numerology. And so it's going to be a good time. You want to come on next Tuesday and learn about the predictions that I'll be making for 2021. So real quickly, I want everyone to just take a deep breath. And people kind of make fun of when they talked about the movie, The Help, where the lady says, you're beautiful. You're special. You're important. And we make fun of these things, but really I want you to take a deep breath because the truth of the matter is you are beautiful. You are important. You are special. And I want you to know that for yourself. Know that. Know that. Believe that for yourself and let that seed of love grow. What I want you to work on in the coming year is to give yourself unconditional love. Almost the whole world, no one, almost hardly anyone has ever experienced unconditional love. Why? Because we come from humans, and every human is learning how to unconditionally love themselves. So we're looking to be loved, fully loved by another. Yes, you are looking to be fully loved, but that other person is just really your higher self. So begin to work on loving yourself unconditionally. Well, how do I know if I'm doing that? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? And if you're not feeling good, then unconditionally means having a self-talk, encouraging yourself, lifting yourself up, giving yourself credit, giving yourself grace, giving yourself space and time. That's how you know if you're loving yourself. All right, everyone. I love you. We'll see you next Tuesday on Higher Realms. Go deeper. Ask yourself this week, what stories am I telling myself that are disempowering? Let it go. Switch the channel to something higher, something that says you're good, you're worthy, you're important. Practice on saying these things in your mind and in your heart and your spirit. And we will hit 2021 supercharged in the Higher Realms. Namaste. Goodbye, everybody. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.